Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We're on episode 12 now. In the last episode, I did a review on the big old fucking pay-per-view-filled weekend for WWE and AEW. Did a review on um, Clash of the Castle, Worlds Collide, and All Out. So make sure you go back and check out that podcast because it was a fun review. It was a really good weekend of... Um, wrestling and make sure you go over there and check that out because uh <clears throat> i think it might be a little maybe controversial which show i uh, chose as my favorite one so you can go over there and, and uh, see which one i thought was the best and uh now we're into the week that is uh the fallout after all the big pay-per-views so that's usually a, usually a good week for wrestling all the fallout new storylines all the new stuff that's happening so um Let's get into this shit. We're going to kick it off with Raw in Kansas. Fucking in Kansas right now? Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. Well, I guess we're, we are in Kansas. Anyway, Edge is kicking off the show this week. Uh, he is crushed because at Clash at the Castle, Dom kicked him in the ding-ding. And uh, that really hurt Edge's feelings, so he wants Dom to come out there so he can fucking kick his ass. So I really liked that. That was funny. Made me giggle. But uh, instead of Dom, he gets Rey Mysterio. He comes out instead. I think, I don't know, <clears throat> Rey like, might have messed up his words, but he's like, I want an apology. And I was like, I want to, I don't know. It came out that he, it sounded like he wanted an apology. I was like, what? Like, shouldn't you be apologizing for your son? Like, came out of your dick and then into your, you know how that, you know how life is created. Uh, he's your problem. Anyway. Ripley comes out now. She says uh, she made Dom into a man. All the crowd's going, oh, shit. So they must have fucked. That's pretty hot. I like that. Good for you, Dominique. Uh, thumbs up for that. Dom comes out, slicked back hair. He's wearing all black, you know. Kind of got that uh, just dead Matt Austin Matthews when he's bored of scoring look in his eyes. Rhea talks, uh, talks Edge. Uh, Rhea talks Edge. Oh, yeah. Rhea talks. Edge is jumped by Balor and Priest. Ray comes back to help. He's attacked by Ripley. Edge is attacked with a chair, and Dom leaves with the Judgment Day. Okay, so obviously now it's pretty solidified that Dom is with the Judgment Day. Rhea Ripley is uh, must be in Dom's ear. Probably gave him a good boinking and, uh, you know, turned him into a man. So now she, he will do anything that she says, including kicking Edge in the ding-ding and attacking his own father. Uh, but honestly, I think it's a good start so far for Dom and the Judgment Day. I'm, I'm interested to see where this is going. Uh, honestly, I just want Dom to fight Rey Mysterio for his mask or like a career mask and then Rey or Dom gets the win. If Rey is, you know, going to call it a career, which I don't think he needs to. He's still very good in the ring, but uh, that's how I would do it. You know, have his father put over his son, have him win his mask, and then he goes around wearing his dad's mask. That would be fucking heel heat, baby. That'd be so hot. Next up, we got a Fatal 4-Way tag team match for a title shot at the who's the fucking champions right now new day or um, no uh, usos uh, number one contenders match here we got the new day versus alpha academy they're going they're also up against lost Lotharios and the street profits okay so i like the three teams uh lost Lotharios. it's like really you couldn't have there's not a better team than them like yeah they're fine it's just like they're kind of, it's kind of random. You don't see them very often. So I just thought there were like, what about the Viking Raiders? Wouldn't you, wouldn't it make sense to throw them in there too? But, oh, well, New Day ends up in the, uh, end up in the ring against each other. They look like they're going to uh, fight each other, but Xavier just lays down for the pin. All the teams run in and the fucking brawl breaks out. That was a really cool spot. I really enjoyed that. Thumbs up. I thought for a second they were actually going to fight. I was like, no way. Like, what the heck? And then they swerved me and <laughs> go for the fucking pin. That was great. Out of absolutely nowhere, bro. This is the big one. Just, I saw this on Twitter. Sadly, this got, uh, I, I saw this before. I saw it live on, on Raw. So, Braun Strowman is back. We hear the raw, and he comes out. Holy fucking shit, dude. It's all starting to come together, man. Like, all these guys are coming back. This is awesome. I always loved Braun Strowman, man. Uh, I loved especially when he was just coming, like, week after week. He would come in and just beat the shit out of Roman Reigns and just destroy him. It was amazing. He literally got so over. I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, this guy is, like... At the time there, it looked like he could be, like, the next Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, he was that over. He was massive. And then, like, this, they let the steam out of the freaking balloon or out of the engine of the, of the Braun Strowman train, and it got boring. They made him freaking win a tag team title at WrestleMania with a child. Like, 
Yeah, they started making him funny, but he pulled it all off. I don't know, that just the character, they just didn't book him well enough, man. They should have made him just a, an unstoppable monster, but uh, yeah, he got some bad losses there. Like, I remember when he didn't beat Brock Lesnar, I thought he should have 100% beat Brock Lesnar, but he didn't. Uh, yeah, but here we go, Braun, Braun fucking Strowman is back, so I'm excited to see what Triple H and, and the new, uh, era of WWE is gonna have for this guy, cause he is, he is fucking awesome, dude, and he comes back, he looks absolutely incredible, dude, he looks like he's put on even more muscle somehow, he looks even more jacked, he looks excellent, uh, and he's back to doing, doing normal Braun Strowman stuff, he is fucking everybody up, and, uh, he totally trips, though, before smashing Otis to the barricade. Just a little dolt, he falls down, but he gets right back up, smashes Otis. I, I had a great giggle out of that. Thumbs up. I was like over to my wife, I'm like, did did he just trip? I was like, did that just happen? Smash, uh, uh, he smashes Ford through the announce table. He does the Hogan frickin' uh, hand to the ear in the ring. And holy shit, dude, welcome back, Braun Strowman. Like, after that, like, during the commercial break he's just walking around officials are out there trying to like oh what the fuck do we do and then he just leaves but uh yeah he fucked up all eight of the dudes that were in the tag team match sadly the match ended uh but wow what a way to bring back strong uh, strollman just fucking up eight dudes and and great braun strollman fashion it was awesome i loved it thumbs up Next up, we got Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah, the new tag team champions, versus Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. So, again, now I'm questioning. Uh, they, they had a match for the NXT tag titles uh, this weekend. They didn't get it done. Now I have a question of, like, are these two, where are they now? Like, are they in NXT? Are they on Raw? It's only going to get more confusing as this episode goes along, so you'll find out. Just Just trust me on this. So, well, I'm not, like I said, don't know where they're going to be. Dewdrop uh, takes a big powerbomb from Raquel uh, for the victory. That was an impressive uh, powerbomb from Raquel. She's incredibly strong. Uh, Dewdrop is not a tiny lady in any means, but uh, I'm a massive fan of her and Nikki. Uh, it was an okay match, though. Not much going on there. Next up, you got Rey Mysterio. He's backstage. He wants a match against any member of the Judgment Day. I don't know if he's including Ripley in that. I would love to see that. Rey Mysterio versus Ripley. That'd be fucking tight as fuck. Give me that shit. Then after that, you got Austin Theory. Now he's Austin Theory again, not just Theory. Now he is Austin again. <laughs> so that's great. He's got his first name back. Uh, he's in the ring. He wants to talk. He's pissed. Uh, his money in the bank cash and didn't go his way. Uh, he messes up his words, but covers it up in uh, a pretty good way. He's just go. He's just playing off how bad his jaw hurt because fucking Tyson Fury knocked his ass out at the at the Clash of the Castle. Uh, so it was pretty funny. Good cover up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Ke Kevin Owens comes out now. He makes fun of Theory and and fantastic Kevin Owens fashion. They have a real good back and forth. KO, dude. Oh, he's just so goddamn funny. I'm just I'm ha I'm just again I'm just gonna say this every single week because I just love talking. Just love Kevin Owens. Love that this guy's getting much more airtime and and getting to shine more often. So thumbs up for that. KO uh, versus Austin Theory now in a match. Kevin takes a hard slam on the back of his head on the steel steps. That looked really painful. Like, wow, just, oof, what a hit. Kevin recovers, hits the pop-up powerbomb, then a stunner for the W. Good match. Really like uh, the momentum that Kevin Owens is building. Really want to see him go after Reigns, man. Like, they're teasing it a little bit. Like, the two guys I want to see go after Roman Reigns the most is, like, Sami Zayn, uh, Seth Rollins, really want that one, and uh, Kevin Owens. I'm, I'm dying to see the Triple H, the new era, any of those three guys. Like, go, I would love to see Sami Zayn turn on Roman, turn on the bloodline, and then go after Roman. That'd be so fucking sick. Oh, anyway, damage control, as they're calling themselves now. That's Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. Call themselves damage control. Okay, now the thing's got a name. It's fine. That's, I don't care. Uh, they have a new song to go along with the new name. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, they talk some shit. Bailey's gloating. Uh, she pinned the champion. That's a pretty big deal. Bianca comes out. She shuts Bailey down. She's like, "Whatever, bro. You you just you pinned me in a tag team match. It took all three y'all to beat me." So she shuts that down pretty good. Damage control leaves shockingly peacefully. But uh, Bailey with the mind games a little bit here says she can get the title whenever she wants. I enjoyed the segment. Thumbs up. 
Now we got the Rey Mysterio versus Damian Priest. So uh, not going to pick Rhea Ripley, sadly, going after Damian Priest. All right, fine, I'll take it. Judgment Day with Dom come out to watch the match. Dom stops Rey from hitting the 619 on Priest. Uh, Priest absolutely takes Rey's head off with a clothesline. Holy fuck. <laughs> Brutal looking clothesline. Hits South of Heaven, his finisher, and it is over. Honestly, like this match. Classic Rey Mysterio, resilient match where he just keeps battling back, getting that offense in, but uh, ultimately he loses. Uh, I think the right guy wins. You know, we're building up Judgment Day, so I, I like the match, giving it a 7 out of 10. Ripley now takes the mic, says Dom will take on Edge next week. Okay, so, okay, I like that. Uh, why isn't Edge out there, though, like, helping Rey Mysterio? He got beat down. Where the fuck is Edge? He was here earlier. He was pissed. He had his opportunity to come out. Like, come on, dude. Where the fuck was he? I was, I was having a good giggle about that. Poor Rey, man. He's just, just no one cares. <clears throat> Next up, we got the Steel Cage match. Uh, the Miz with Ciampa versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship. So, man, this is awesome. Bob Bobby Lashley defending his title week in, week out. Uh, I love it. He's getting thrown into a steel cage with The Miz. The Miz has really stepped up since uh, McMahon left. I like, because I always known that, you know, The Miz is good in the ring, man. Underratedly, really solid in the ring. He just hasn't really been needed to show that for the last couple of years. He's been more focused on the show, uh, more focused on in-ring entertainment style. But he is a solid wrestler. And, uh, yeah, here he is again fighting Bobby Lashley for the title. <clears throat> Before the match starts, Miz jumps Bobby before the bell rings, hits him with the title belt. Then he and Champa beat down Lashley on the outside of the cage. They take out one of Lashley's arms, so fucking Lashley's already down. Now he's down one arm, but, uh, you know, he's big boy, so, you know, one arm's still pretty damn good. Lashley kicks out of the skull-crushing finale. Near fall there, goddamn. Champa slams the door on Lashley, like, really fucking hard. Then Lashley slams it right back on him. Love that, that was hilarious. Thumbs up. Miz slams the door on Bobby a solid, like, I swear to God, a dozen times. It was a lot of freaking times. Hilarious. Thumbs up. Miz is about to climb out of the cage, but then, who's there? Climbs out from underneath the ring. It's fucking Dexter Lumith again. God damn it, that little, that little creeper. He's waiting for him underneath the ring. He's like, come on down. Well, he doesn't talk, but, you know, that, the face, just, you know. The face he makes. Miz is scared and runs right into a spear, and Lashley retains the title. This is a really good cage match, man. I mean, I, I enjoy a solid cage match. Uh, they're generally done quite well. They're generally the same thing over and over again, but this one had, you know, a little bit different going on, especially with the Loomis thing. That was funny. Bobby looks like an absolute beast, man. Takes takes an ass kicking from Champa and Miz, but fights back with one friggin' arm. Seven and a half out of ten. I really like this one. Uh, after the match, Loomis climbs into the ring and puts the Miz to sleep. My, my, my. It was a solid main event, man. Uh, I really like this Raw. Good Raw. Uh, Braun Strowman showing up out of nowhere was a pleasant surprise. You know, I have heard the rumblings that he was uh, supposedly to be coming back. But, you know, I've been hearing those rumblings for like three months now. So to him, for him to finally pop up, it sucks that it got spoiled for me on, on Twitter. Thanks, Greg Miller, uh, for that one. Uh, lots of good matches, though, and the Judgment Day storyline with Ray and Edge does have my attention. You know, I'm, 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 I'm all ears for this, for this uh, rivalry or whatever's going to go on. I uh, just want to see what, what Dom's got. Let's see, let's see what this kid's got. I enjoyed Raw this week, giving it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, all right, let's go to NXT this week. I really enjoyed uh, their their pay-per-view this week. Um, Worlds Collide, really, really enjoyed it. Love, I'm really enjoying NXT recently, especially with the influx of the UK uh, roster now kind of joining into... Uh, the NXT roster are really great talents joining in there. The Coffee Guys, Wolfgang even is a good talent. Uh, the Pretty Deadly coming in, and of course, fucking Tyler Bate, dude. I mean, Jesus, that guy is so fucking good. Can't believe how young he is, but uh, yeah, dude, uh, really liking NXT the last few weeks. Uh, excuse me. So let's get into this shit. Fucking Tyler Bate kicking off the show. He thanks the crowd. He's proud of himself uh, to be the first and the last UK champion. So that is a really nice accomplishment. I think that's a perfect thing for him. You know, the UK UK uh, champion has a, a, a good little list there of solid champions. You know, Pete Dunne, uh, Tyler Bate, and Walter. Both uh, very impressive, very good runs as champion for all three of those men. 
Gallus, though, comes out, interrupts the nice moment. They talk shit to Tyler, saying uh, he should be ashamed of himself. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that about? You guys should be ashamed of yourselves, you fucking losers. They jump Tyler in the ring. Then Braun Breaker comes out for the save, even though they just fought at a pay-per-view. But there is mutual respect here, clearly. He says, worlds unite tonight. He and Bates will team up and, and do some math. No, he didn't say that. I wish he did. But uh, hey, they're going to team up and take out Gallus. See how much how much better that would have been if he just said, we're going to do math? How that would work? Anyway. All right. Solid opening segment. I'm down to see Gallus fight Breaker and Bait. You know, well, mostly just Bait. I'm just anything with Bait in it. I'm down. I love that fucking guy. <laughs> Pretty Deadly is uh, backstage. They are celebrating their big title win on the weekend. Uh, they're also with Lash Legend. She's kind of been hanging out with them. I guess they're all together. I'm down with Lash Legend, man. I like her. I think she's cool. I like uh, I like them. I also like uh, Pretty Deadly. They're funny, too. Thumbs up. Like the little segment here. Next up, we got Toxic Attraction, JC Jane, and GG Dolan versus Nikki, ASH, and Dewdrop. So, again, I was saying earlier, what the hell's going on with Nikki and Dewdrop? They showed up on Raw this week, and now here they are again on NXT. So, I, I guess they're just doing double duty. Maybe we'll even fucking see them on SmackDown. I don't know. I haven't watched. It hasn't happened yet as I'm recording this. So, uh, maybe they'll pop up on SmackDown doing triple duty. Like, what the fuck? But uh, I don't care. I'm happy to see them uh, twice this week. I'm a big fan of Nikki, ASH, and Dewdrop as a tag team, like I said earlier. So Toxic, Attra Toxic Attraction interfered with Nikki and Dewdrop's match at Worlds Collide on the weekend and cost them their titles. So, uh, yeah, this is why they're they're going to have this match. Dewdrop gets dropped by a soccer kick from Gigi. That was just fucking awesome. <laughs> that was freaking really, really hard fall for uh, Dewdrop there. Good sell. Thumbs up on that. Dewdrop squashes Gigi and fucking they get the victory. All right. Hooray for Nikki and Dewdrop uh, with a big victory here. Love that. Dewdrop drops uh, Dewdrop's nice, nice and bloodied uh, after the match. Uh, she's got like a bloody nose there. I just, I love the visual and she just looks like a total badass with the blood. Uh, pretty solid match. You know, uh, let's get some momentum going here for Nikki and Dewdrop. I absolutely adore this team. Next up, you got Apollo Crews. Uh, you got a video. He got, uh, he got fucked up in the eye uh, from Waller's eye poke last week. And Jesus Christ, man, his eye looks absolutely fucking disgusting. It's all red. Like, if you ever uh, popped a blood vessel in your eye? Uh, I've done that, like, twice in my life. And, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt or anything, but it looks terrifying. And, uh, yeah, I used to scare the shit out of people uh, at school when they're like, What the fuck is wrong with your eye? I'm like, I don't know. And then you go to the bathroom and it's all bloody. Look, you're like, ah, Jesus. But, uh, yeah, that's what he looked like. So, thumbs up. Good job with the makeup. Or maybe that really happened. I don't know. Fucked up. Scary. Next up, oh my god, we got my boy, J.D. McDonough, one of my favorites right now, versus Wesley, who I also really enjoy on NXT. This guy's awesome. Uh, so, obviously, I'm going to be a little excited uh, that this match is happening. Lee kicks J.D. straight in the face, and I mean straight in the fucking face. Woof, oh my god, what a kick in the face. Uh, full slow-mo on that one. It was uh, real nasty. Thumbs up. I had a giggle about that one. Fight spills to the outside judgment. Or uh, JD McDonough grabs onto the commentator's leg, uh, Vic. And he freaks the fuck out like a little baby. It made me laugh. He's like, let go! Let go of me! So I'm giving that a thumbs up as well. JD with the nasty backplex for the victory. Hell yeah, that's my fucking boy, baby. JD putting on a real good match with Lee. Pretty stiff fight. I didn't, you know, I know that JD is a bit stiff, but, uh, you know, uh, Lee was right there with it. It was really nice. Lightning fast match. Very enjoyable. Seven and a half out of ten. Next up, you got Tony D and Sticks. They're drinking some espresso backstage. You know, fucking kicking it, old fucking Italian style. Pretty deadly joined them. Tony says, you know, good job paying Kemp to turn on Diamond Mine at on the <laughs> at the pay-per-view. Uh, they're like, what? We didn't do that. It was a funny little segment there. I just, I like that. Thumbs up. Next, you got Roxanne Perez. She's going up against Mako or Mako Satamura. So that's pretty fucking cool. Perez uh, has a, had a real... Uh, rough last few weeks man she uh, lost her tag team titles and her best friend at the same time so uh, yeah she's looking for a bounce back uh, she's having a, a real rough time so uh, Cora Jade is shown watching the match in the back Prez takes a very stiff knee in the back of the head fucking woof like Satamura does this freaking cartwheel thing into a, like a diving knee and she just 
like I don't it doesn't even look like she pulls back a little bit just drops that knee right on the back of the head and literally Satomura after doing that she's like giggling about the brutalness of the knee she's like she's got a little smile on her face fucking loved it thumbs up Satomura gets the W ultimately and man I have fallen so in love with the heel Cora that I've forgotten how solid Perez is in the ring she uh, looked really good in this match I kind of just forgot how actually good she is. I really like this match also, um, and I've also become an instant fan of Satamura. I don't know, I didn't, I, I don't recall her very much, but yeah, the last few weeks she's she's won my heart. I really enjoyed this match, giving this one a 7.5 out of 10 as well. Cora Jade, my boo, my girl, mm, I love you so much, uh, comes out after the match, don't tell my wife, and attacks Perez with her kendo stick. Satamura, though, chases her off. So the rivalry continues between Jade and Perez. Daddy like. Thumbs up. Got a video segment now with Kemp. He's talking about why he turned on the diamond mine. Uh, interested to see how the heel turn goes with Kemp. I don't know if this guy really screams heel to me, but we'll see where it goes. After this, we get uh, Dyads. They're still handing out their fucking Walmart happy face pins again. I don't, I don't understand what's going on with this. But uh, Kiana James walks by with her super hot ass assistant. I don't know who the fuck that is. She's hot as fuck. Grabs a pin, then she's like, "Let's fuck, fucking throw this thing out." Like total Mean Girls. Like, oh my god, I love your sweater. Where'd you get it? And she's like, oh, I got it here. And she's like, that's actually the ugliest fucking sweater I've ever seen in my life. Basically some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Ariana Grace is also there. They talk. Sounds like they're going to be teaming up together next week or some shit. Uh, all right. Kiana, honestly, is starting to grow on me a little bit. So I'm starting to like her character development. Uh, let's see, what, see where it goes. Next up, we get Ricochet or Rick Tockett versus Trick Williams. He's out there with Mello, but uh, Mello is going on commentary. And, dude, he is quite entertaining tonight on commentary. I, I was had, He made me laugh at least three times. Very good stuff. Thumbs up for that. We get a per picture-perfect shooting star press by Ricochet, and he wins the match, of course. Uh, it was an okay match. Not, not much going on. I felt, obviously, Ricochet was going to win uh, since Melo was on commentary. Didn't think he would get too involved, but yeah, he ended up not getting involved at all. But I love when he was, like, I don't know, just trying to hype up uh, his boy, Trick Williams. Very entertaining. Next up, we got Tony D and Stax again. They're backstage, and this time Grimes walks by. They invite him over for some espresso. I mean, come on over here. Get on over here, my boy. Oh, Grimes accepts, but he still declines again to join up with the family. Come on, Grimes, join. It'd be so fucking tight. Tony gets rattled this time, and Grimes splashes the hot espresso in Stax's face. Hey, what the fuck, bro? Why'd you throw it in Stax's face? He didn't do nothing. He was just standing there. He offered you maybe a nice piscotti, maybe a nice gab of ghoul, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I, li I like where this is going. Pretty entertaining so far. Made me giggle, and I'm giving it a thumbs up. Uh, they jump, uh, <laughs> they jump Grimes after that, and they cheese it, fellas! Aw, oh, I'd love Grimes, though, to join up with them. I think it'd be so good. Uh, looks like they're gonna be getting into a program against each other, but, oh, well, it should still be good. A lot better than the diet crap. Get him the fuck out of that. Next up, you got Diamond Mine. They're interviewed. They are super pissed at Kemp for betraying them, uh, no doubt. Pretty Deadly come in... Uh, or they butt in, rubbing it in their face that they won the titles and uh, they will be uh, beating them again. I like both of these teams, man. Honestly, I hated Diamond Mine at first and I hated the Creed Brothers, but honestly, they've grown on me. I really enjoy them now. Pretty deadly. I honestly liked them the second I saw them. Like, oh yeah, these guys remind me of... Um Drew, is it Drew Brees and um, Fandango? I loved, I loved Breezango, dude. Oh my god, it was so good. I, I would love for those two to come back to NXT. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be fun going forward to see what's going on with, uh, with this shit. Next up, you got Nathan Frazier. Uh, they're, they're set up to go in a series, a best of three series. So this is match one of that. So Nathan Frazier versus Axiom. Uh, we get a beautiful, absolutely beautiful springboard backflip into a DDT by Frazier. Fuck, picture perfect. Beautiful. Thumbs up. Axiom hits the kick for the victory, and Axiom up a 1-2-0 in the series. It was a pretty good match, man. A nice mix of high-flying and technical wrestling. Uh, I enjoyed it. 7 out of 10. Big Body Javi getting into the face of uh, the security guard of Gallus, Hank Walker. Uh, all right, then. you know I'm, I'm pretty interested in this Hank Walker guy. Uh, Big Body Javi, I love the name, but I haven't seen too much of this guy or Hank Walker. But uh, I'm digging this Hank Walker guy. I'm, ex I'm, I'm kind of uh, interested in see where this guy's going to, what's going to go on with this guy. 
Next up, you got Mello and Trick. They're interviewed now. They are talking about next week's one-year anniversary of NXT 2.0. And uh, that the fans get to vote on his opponent uh, next week. Uh, that, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, maybe at the end of, of of NXT here, I'll go over... Well, no, actually. I tried to do that and I couldn't find it. Never mind. We're not going to do that. Uh, but the fans get a vote. So if you're interested in going to the vote, uh, I don't really care because I feel like the voting is going to be rigged anyway. But eh, whatever. Do whatever you want. We get the main event now. Gallus, Joe, and Mark Coffey with Wolfgang versus Tyler Bate and Braun Breaker. So Bate and Braun are barking together like dogs, you know, like uh, the old school Steiners used to do back in the day. I really enjoyed that. Got a giggle. Braun nails a spear, then Bate with a clothesline and Tyler Driver for the W. Braun, uh, Bate and Braun worked pretty good as a team. Uh, it was a solid tag team match, you know, not great, but it was fine. JD McDonough jumps Bate after the match. Oh, buddy, yes, please give me JD McDonough versus Bate. That would be a fucking banger for sure. Like, I would, that could be a match of the year candidate for me just because of how much I absolutely love those two. So, uh, yeah, I really, really would love uh, those two to get into a thing together. That'd be great. Just go, just get out of the way, please, Braun. Just go do something else. Uh, good NXT, man. This week, uh, following Worlds Collide, uh, I was expecting a pretty solid uh, show, and I got it. Not, No bad matches on this card, and a couple of very good matches. I'm liking some of the storylines developing. Uh, Tony D and Grime. Uh, Grimes is pretty damn funny. I'm just, I love Tony D, like, in segments, but Tony D in the ring, not the best. Maybe that's where Stax comes in, but... Um, I just, I, I really like Tony D and Cameron Grimes. So with them working uh, with each other, that'll be good for me. And of course, uh, JD McDonough and Bate uh, should be excellent as long as that's what they're going for. I'm going to absolutely cream my corn for that. Uh, giving the show a 7 out of 10. Good show, NXT. So we're on a good track here this week. So far, so good. Alright, so let's kick it into some Dynamite. So uh, quite a bit of interest going around AEW, the company right now. A lot of controversy after the all-out pay-per-view, apparently. Rumor has it, I don't read the dirt sheets, but my wife was telling me, and of course, I, I can't help but I see it sometimes uh, on the internet, and uh, apparently CM Punk and the Young Bucks got into it after the show. Apparently there was an altercation, uh, they're getting suspended and all this bullshit, so... To kick off Dynamite, Tony Khan announces both the AEW world title and the trio's tag title will be vacated immediately. Holy fuck, dude. What the hell? I'm actually, like, a little bit pissed off because, uh, you know, I didn't think um, Moxley should have lost the title at all, at all Out. But apparently he was supposed to go on vacation. He kind of pokes fun at that later uh, in a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, I thought that uh, I didn't know... I didn't feel good about Punk winning over Moxley. I feel like Moxley is is the is the guy to have it. I know that Punk's title reign got cut short by um, injury, but I don't know. It just felt wrong to put it on him at that time. It felt just not good. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, he and the Young Bucks are not getting along in real life. Uh, Punk has been known to be not exactly the the greatest guy in the world. He may be one of the better wrestlers. But uh, apparently he's always had a bad attitude, and yeah, I can I can say that's true because he had a lot of problems in WWE. Pretty much everywhere he goes, he seems to have trouble following him. So he's stripped of his title now. There's supposed to be a tournament taking place now to uh, uh, announce a uh, crown a new AEW champion. So there's been a lot of bullshit surrounding that title lately. Uh, I don't know, not so much bullshit, just like kind of voodoo. Uh, Punk gets it. He has to vacate it right away. Moxley wins it. Moxley loses it back to Punk. And now Punk has to vacate it again because he got into a fight or something with the Young Bucks. So, like, I don't know, dude. That That's two strikes on Punk already with the title. Like, one's not his fault. He got hurt. But now, like, apparently politics and shit going on backstage... Uh, I, I feel like it's safe to say that the honeymoon phase with CM Punk and AEW is, is well over. Uh, it's been over for me for a while. Like, I'm, I still liked him and everything. Uh, I just was like, okay, I'm ready for him to stop coming out every single week and just be like, oh, I'm so happy to be back. I love Chicago, blah, blah, blah. It's like, great, man. It's like, I just want you to get back in the ring. And then when he did get in the ring, it was like, you know, I, I gave him some leeway because he hasn't been in the ring for like nine, ten years. So I wasn't going to judge him too hardly. He was a little rusty for sure. 
But uh, I just wanted him to be more in the ring, and now, uh, yeah, he's finding himself in some hot water in the company, and uh, it's not good. Uh, it's not a good look for the company. I, I've just been uh, looking around on YouTube and around the internet. People do not seem to be uh, receiving the all-out pay-per-view very well. Uh, I still liked it. I just thought the... The opening ladder match was a huge disappointment because I had a lot of hype going into it. It just felt really clunky and not good. But, um, yeah, so that's how the show starts out. Tony Khan having to uh, sadly announce that the newly created trio's tag titles are also being vacated. And uh, all that. So they're going to uh, they're going to have a match later on in the night to uh, crown new trio's tag team champions. So that's going to help. Uh, but... Yeah, dude, not not too good right there. So uh, I feel like uh, this is kind of the first kind of a bumpy patch here for AEW. They're still fine and everything. Like, this is just a little bit of a, a hiccup that they're going to have to deal with. But, um, yeah, as far as I know, they're both suspended. Uh, so a tournament is taking place to crown a new AEW champion. And now it's MJF time, baby. He returned at All Out. We all flipped our mind. We flipped our baloney. We creamed our corn, and now he's back. Uh, he comes out. He's acting all nice. He's got a fucking Buffalo Bills jersey on or something because they're in Buffalo, New York. And uh, I'm not. A, I don't know football that well, but I, I am aware that Josh Allen. He's uh, he's pretty good. And he claims all the the nasty stuff he said last time he was on TV when he was just you know pretty much dropped a pipe bomb, talked really nastily about the fans and all that. Uh, said he was only kidding. It was very it's very it was very funny. I'm giving that a thumbs up. MGF just seems like absolutely revitalized again. I have no idea if him leaving TV and 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 uh, claiming he's gonna leave and go to a, a WWE and all that crap. I have no idea if that was a work or shoot. If it was real fake no idea dude uh he says he's gonna be the new aew champion and that summons john moxley oh god <laughs> mjf turns back into the real mgf starts tripping the fans and he's saying he's gonna leave for real he's gonna leave for a real wrestling company dropping a lot of uh wwe little pot shots and uh, uh saying he's gonna play the game and all that shit i, I was i was just loving it thumbs up fantastic Mox, like an absolutely just a pure badass, man. He tells MJF to leave the ring right now. Thumbs up. That's badass. Mox lays down a very passionate. Oh, well, Mox or uh, MJF leaves uh, after that. Just Moxley stares him down. He's like, nah, okay, he leaves. Uh, Moxley then lays down a very passionate promo, uh, hair raising uh, about the AEW title, the the business, and now and how he wants to be the ace and he wants that title back. And he was supposed to be on vacation, but uh, that that those plans have changed poor mox poor mox he definitely could could uh he earned a vacation but i guess uh that's that's not the case for the poor guy uh but wow dude uh incredible opener for the show really really into this one giving it a thumbs up a little clap and uh, i just loved it it was a good opener i just i'm just very happy to see mjf back and him uh he hasn't missed a beat that's for sure next up we got uh penta Penta, I don't know why it said Lucha Impact. Uh, Penta, I think I was trying to say Lucha Bros, but Penta, Ray Phoenix, and Pac versus Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. This is to crown the new AEW Trios Tag Team Champions. So I'm fine with both of these teams that are both incredible. I, I love the Lucha Bros. They're one of my favorite tag teams in the business right now. Pac is under underratedly fantastic i don't know i just don't get to see him all that much uh best friends are awesome and of course orange cassidy is the fucking man and um <clears throat> so at the beginning of this match down dan Housen is also out there he tries to curse Pac, uh but no no fuego my friend uh, pack hits the red arrow and new trios tag champs it's freaking death triangle and Pac. wow dude classic lucha bros tag match really good stuff um pretty much i imagine they had to throw this one up in the fly because they uh, you know they only had a few days after all this the shit went down so it was still a great match obviously these two teams are gonna have a really they're just fantastic in the ring all the time i'm giving it a seven out of ten good stuff next up you got the new women's aew champion tony storm she's going up against penelope ford 
Uh, Tony hits a ugly looking DDT for the victory. Uh, honestly, there's not much to say about this match other than the ugliness of the DDT. It was a meh match. Uh, kind of looked like she was doing, like, I don't know, like Penelope was trying to do a, <clears throat> a move and it was supposed to be countered, but it, I don't know, it just looked sloppy. I didn't like it. Next up, we get the acclaimed uh, Swerve. Uh, Swerve's music interrupts the rap from Caster. Fucking baloney. Come on. That's absolutely baloney. I want my, my freaking Max Caster rap. And uh, yes, Swerve, I do want some more corny-ass rap songs. That's that's what I'm talking about. Uh, it's, it's, it's not his fault that he's a better rapper than you. I, I honestly do not like Swerve and his music. But uh, Max Caster, every, I want it every single day, man. It's so good. These two teams will go at it next week, and uh, I can't wait. It should be really good. To that, we got Jericho Appreciation Society. They are interviewed backstage. Chris is getting uh, all hyped up for the world title <clears throat> tournament and Garcia's match later on tonight. Jericho is <laughs> he is so entertaining, man, as always. Thumbs up. He was making me gaggle. Next up, you got Wardlow versus Tony Nese with Smart Mark. Uh, Tony Nese, you're going to die. Uh, this is for the TNT Championship. Tony playing with Wardlow's titties. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you were thinking, Tony. Uh, not a good idea. Tony is destroyed. He eats three power bombs, and Wardlow retains his title, obviously. Squash match after uh, Wardlow reminds everybody he's still got the momentum and he will not be stopped. So, still rolling with Wardlow. Uh, we'll see how much longer this goes until people get sick of just him coming out week after week and powerbombing everyone. It's very entertaining, but there's got to be more to uh, to his repertoire than just doing that week in, week in and week out. So, you know, I still I'm still very down with Wardlow, but we got to start seeing a little bit more, buddy. Next up, we got Daniel no, it's not Daniel Bryan. It's Bryan Danielson, damn it, versus Adam Page. Oh, baby. Uh, this is one of the matches in the tournament to uh, crown the new AEW world champion. So uh, two big guns right here, Adam Page, Daniel Bryanson. Uh, Bryan Danielson, for God's sakes, why do you do that? Why do you just flip your name around like that on me? D BD? DB? It's ridiculous. I don't even care. Uh, Page with a real cool backflip slam off the top rope. Really like that. Thumbs up. And we get a real nasty chop war in the middle of the ring. Just wham, wham. Oh, I love when they do that. Another thumbs up. Hangman lands, lands the super backplex off of the top rope. Like, Jesus, just another thumbs up. Three back to back. They're just really good. Hangman hits Brian with a powerbomb on the apron. Then a beautiful moonsault, moonsault on the outside. And you guessed that's another thumbs up. Danielson counters the buckshot and rolls up Hangman for the victory. Wow. Uh, I, 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 it was a, it was a toss em up for this one. Either man could have won this one. Uh, I would have been fine with either, but Brian with, will be moving on in the tournament. He will face Chris Jericho, who gets a bye in, uh, into the next round. And also John Moxley also getting a bye into the next round. Uh, honestly, this was a really great match. I really enjoyed it. I'm giving it an eight out of 10. Then we got a uh, fucking Stokely Hathaway and a stupid crew come out to talk. Uh, w. Morrissey joined them last week, and uh, dude, he looks like he's ready to film a Pantene commercial uh, this week. His hair is absolutely luscious; it's beautiful. They beat down some producer kid, and then they leave. So Stokely is, I guess, emerging with this crew. I don't know if MJF is involved with them or not, or he just used them to get the the chip or whatever because he wasn't out there with them, but. Yeah, don't like Stokely Hathaway and whatever the fuck they're... But, you know, uh, the other guys that are in it, in the group, they're fine. I just don't like Stokely. He sucks. Now we get a rap performance uh, for the hometown Daniel Garcia. Uh, he must be some fucking local rapper, I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know... I'm not up on the local Buffalo rappers in the area, but uh, he was friggin' awesome though. I really like the music. Uh, just salt. That's my kind of rap music, man. I was, was some good shit. Now we get the main event time. It's Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Uh, so if you don't know the Pure Championship, there's a little bit of a different rule set for this. You get a set amount. You get three rope breaks per. Per, like per wrestler in a match so you can only have three rope breaks you only get you there's no closed fist punching you get one 
and uh, the ref will catch you on that. If you do it again, you're disqualified. So uh, yeah, there's some some rules to it. It's uh, very interesting. I'm actually very interested in the rope break situation. I've watched a few of these pure championship matches, and it's quite good. I like them. Uh, Wheeler lands a hard uh, lands hard off of the German suplex off of the top rope. Ouch! Uh, we get a big old slap fight in the middle of the ring, just hilarious. Because you can't do closed palms, so you can open palms, slap a bitch though. <laughs> so thumbs up made me giggle. They trade some really nice submission counters. Garcia locks in the dragon lock, I think he calls it, and new. Uh, excuse me, Ring of Honor Pure. I had, I had some fucking watermelon. That's absolutely delicious. Oh, I love watermelon. Uh, new Ring of Honor Pure Champion, Daniel Garcia. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yes. Garcia, big fan of this guy, man. Great fight. 8 out of 10. And congratulations on the new, uh, on your new championship. It, uh, Ring of Honor Pure Champion really suits this guy. And uh, again, they've been teasing. You know, William Regan will, William Regal was on on commentary and he's keeps saying how how much they would love to have Garcia fight for the the BBC the big black cock apparently that's the Blackpool Fight Club so shouldn't it be BBFC but whatever they can call it whatever they want I think it's it's more than likely an inside joke they just like to say BBC uh, Brian Danielson comes out and puts the title around the waist of Garcia. Jericho out there, he's flipping his shit out at the top at the top of the ramp. He was watching the match backstage, but uh, at All Out, he said to Garcia that he's not going to be out there supporting him for his match. So I don't know what do you expect if this if Garcia leaves, what did you expect, Chris? You you weren't there to back him up. So what the hell? Interesting show, man, this week, especially with the fallout of all the suspensions of the Bucks and Punk, and I believe Kenny Omega might have been within all this as well. Uh, I just don't, you know, bad news and Kenny Omega just go right through my ears. I don't understand it. Kenny is a is a golden god. He would never do anything terrible to anybody. No, but I have heard some some you know some rumblings that he's not the greatest guy either. But I don't care. He's a, he's a I like him for his wrestling. I like all those guys for the wrestling. If they're douchebags, they're douchebags. They're not my friends they're just they entertain me on a weekly basis but um very unfortunate that uh, all this is happening after right after all these guys just won the championships getting stripped of it right away very unfortunate uh, but they didn't really miss a beat. They set up a great little tournament and crowned Nutrios champions. Or, uh, yeah, Nutrios champs. Uh, this just shows off the depth of the AEW roster. They got a lot of really good talent, so they could just pop out a freaking a tournament. You look at the names in there, you're like, fuck yeah, that's, that's going to be dope. Uh, except for, like, Sammy Guevara, I think, is in the tournament. I'm like, no, why, why Sammy Guevara? I don't like him. Uh, and then the trios, like, they could just pop, like, no problem. They had a fine match. Uh, I am very disappointed though. They took the titles off of, the title off of Moxley, and then they, they they put it on Punk, and then they have to vacate it the next day. I just feel really bad for Moxley, and then Moxley loses his vacation, so they better put the title back on him or something because I think that's the least you you could do for the poor guy. Uh, the show was still quite good. Uh, a couple real bangers on the card. Congrats to Garcia. Uh, he should have a real nice career, man. I, I'm excited for this kid. They've really been pushing him for the last month or two on on AEW. And, I, I yeah, he's really grown on me fast. Uh, I like the show this week, giving it a 7 out of 10. And what the hell do you guys think about CM Punk and, and the Bucks? What did you guys hear if you heard anything? Um... Uh, I'm 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 upset. I, you know I, I don't like what's been what I've been hearing has been going on in the back room, and locker room politics and all that shit in AEW right now. I just want that to not be the thing, and let's just focus on making wrestling great again. Because now WWE might be getting their shit together finally, and now maybe we can actually get into a real war again for the first time since the 90s. We had a real uh, battle for for wrestling supremacy. Who is the real truly good company? And and yeah, I really want to see that. So as long as they, like, I, I you know, I, I have to say it, like, ever since CM Punk came back to, came back to wrestling, uh, things with AEW have been a little wavy. Like, uh, I don't know if CM Punk just came in and rocked the boats, uh, pissed off a lot of people right away. I have no idea. I, I don't look into that kind of stuff, but, um, yeah, dude, I don't know. Maybe it, it may be better for, for them to move on from CM Punk. I have no idea. don't know what they're thinking, but it just seems to me, like, I've noticed ever since he's been there, it seems something's been off, and, uh, we'll have to just wait and see what's going on in the future, but, uh, it's gonna be interesting, that's for sure. 
Okay, let's swing over to SmackDown. We are in Seattle, Washington this week, and we're kicking off SmackDown with a six-man tag for uh, Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Oh, buddy, I am just salivating at the mouth at this point. That these, This is my kind of matchup. We got uh, Giovanni Vinci. He's recently rejoined Imperium. He was with them before. Then he became Giovanni Vinci instead of whoever the fuck he was calling himself before that and uh, did his single run. He was unreal there for his little single run in NXT, in my opinion. I loved, I absolutely fell in love with this guy. But uh, now he's back with Gunter and Ludwig. So uh, the, 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 what the hell is the, the band is back together. So yeah, I am happy that Giovanni is back, but I was fine with his single run. I thought he was doing well. Uh, Gunther Blast done with a brutal chop. Oh my goodness, absolutely love that. It's a thumbs up. Sheamus destroys poor Ludwig with like, I swear to God, they, they counted him out. Over 20 shots to the chest. Those big, brutal, fucking smashing chops in the front. Ridic like, Ludwig looked like he might have fainted. It was ridiculous, so many. Thumbs up, that made me giggle big time. Crowd is absolutely on fire for Sheamus tonight. Like, oh, he's so good, man. Things break down and all men beating the shit out of each other. That is a thumbs up. I just love I love the the chemistry between these two teams. Excellent. Imperium bomb and my boy Giovanni gets the pin and Imperium wins the match. All right, man. I uh, absolutely love the rivalry between these two teams right now and uh, especially the beef beef building up between Gunter and Sheamus, man. Like the looks that Sheamus was giving Gunter, and then when they both got in the ring together, oh man, I want more out of these two. I can't. I want just more of the the two teams fighting each other. Really good shit so far. Thumbs up. And uh, in my opinion, man, you know what we need? We need these two teams to fight in war games. Oh my god, dude, can you imagine Imperium versus the Brawling Brutes in war games would be fucking 9, 10 out of 10 territory. But this match tonight, I liked it very much. It was a great match, giving it an 8 out of 10. Next up, you got the two Usos and the honorary Uso, Sami Zayn. They are in the ring. They welcome the newest member of the Bloodline, Solo Sokoa. He's uh, the legitimate younger brother of the Usos. He also helped Roman at Clash of the Castle to retain his title. He was the, the guy that came out. Shockingly, none of the uh, no one else came out. It was just Solo, and uh, yeah, big time helped... Uh, Actually, just more or less just big time screwed over McIntyre. Uh, McIntyre comes out. He didn't forget what just happened. He comes out. He's got a chair in his hand. He's pissed. And he clears house. Everybody running the fuck out of there. And uh, Drew wants Solo Sokoa right now. Next up, you got Raquel. I say that wrong every time. I swear to God. Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah, the women's tag team champions right now. They're going up against Toxic Attraction. A little surprised to see these two here on SmackDown. But uh, all right, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, welcome to SmackDown. We get a spear out of absolutely nowhere from Aaliyah, then Raquel, Raquel, God, I always say Raquel, because that's what I call her, but it's Raquel, hits a massive powerbomb for the W. It was a big ol' powerbomb. Good lord of mercy. Uh, okay tag team match overall. I don't know, man. I'm kind of meh on Aaliyah and Raquel. Ra Raquel. Raquel. Uh, I don't know. Raquel was better on NXT. Now that she's on the main roster, she just kind of smiles and shows off her back. I don't like teams that just, like, smile all the time. Like, that's so lame and so fake. And, like, yeah, I know that you're excited, but that's not entertainment to see me living out your dream and smiling. No, I want to see passion and, and blood and guts and stuff. Anyway. Next up, we got a Fatal 5-Way Elimination Match. Oh, baby. Winner will face Liv Morgan at Extreme Rules. All right, so who's involved? You got Zia Lee versus Sonya Deville versus Natalia versus Lacey Evans versus Ronda Rousey. So Lacey Evans straightened her hair or something, and uh, she looks completely different, dude. She looks, like, way hotter than she, than ever before. But, um, yeah, anyway. Ronda goes to town. She's eliminate, she eliminates uh, Natalia first. Then Zaya and Lacey are both eliminated uh, by DeVille and Ronda at the same time. They both lock in submissions. Zaya and Lacey both tap at the same time. Uh, Lacey seems to, like, happily get the fuck out of there. <laughs> she just seemed like, yeah, I'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, Ronda locks... Uh, Ronda locks... 
locks in an ankle lock, and Sonya taps. So, yeah, it was pretty easy to see who was going to win this one. I would have been happy if Sonya won. I kind of like her, but Rousey will face Liv Morgan yet again for the title at Extreme Rules. So, uh, yeah, you know, when I see Fatal 5-Way Elimination, my expectations are a little bit lifted, and uh, this one let me down. Mostly just a Ronda dominant show, you know, this stuff we've already seen before. No one else really got an opportunity to shine. This was all about Ronda, pretty much. Uh, but it's going to be hard this time for Liv to get another lucky victory over Ronda Rousey. So is she going to be able to beat her again at Extreme Rules? My my money's on Rousey. I'm just I I can't pe I can't pick Liv Morgan because I just I just don't find her any good. Uh, I I apologize. She's a good seller. I'll give her that. She can sell really well in the ring. She's okay in the ring. It's just her offense looks like just little <coughs> little light coughs of off. It's just terrible. Anyway. Now we got the Usos and Sammy backstage yet again. Looks like Solo is going to be the middle Uso. He, like, you know, right in the middle. He's not a total dick like Jay, but he's not super ultra chill like Jimmy. So he's going to fall right in the middle there. Which, yeah, that works out. I I'm okay with that. So sometimes he's cool and sometimes he's a dick. That's realistic, you know what I'm saying? Now we got an eight-man eight tag tag match. Lost Lotharios, they're teaming up with the male models, the Dupree models, versus Hit Row, and they're teaming up with the Street Profits. Oh, dear. My wife and I uh, do not want the Street Profits hanging around with Hit Row. We don't like Hit Row. We call them Shit Row. Maxine Dupree, she's wearing this, like, flesh-colored outfit. It's seriously just every time I see I, she would pop up on the screen like, damn, that woman naked. But, uh, no, it's just her outfit. It is flesh-colored for some reason. The models are honestly mildly entertaining tonight. I uh, I do get a little kick out of the way they tag each other in. They just do like a little finger touch, just like a light little, uh. It's, it's, it's pretty all right. It's pretty all right. Hit Row hit their finisher. They're calling it Heavy Hitter for the W. Oh, man. I said this last week. Their, their finisher fucking sucks, dude. I hate that finisher. It's garbage. It's so lame. Just a back suplex with a with a drop kick. Like, it's not even, like, if you did it at least off the top rope, the, the, the drop kick, it'd be at least better. But, yeah, very stale finisher. Don't like it. But the crowd seems to like the big man in Hit Row, Top Dalla. He's all right, man. He's okay. I, I just don't want, like, I'm fine with Hit Row. As I just don't want to hear their music every single week because their music sucks. Match was surprisingly okay and kind of entertaining considering my ex ex exceedingly low bar for this match. Like, I, I saw that. I was like, oh boy. The only thing we had going for it was the Street Profits. But, uh, yeah. It wasn't too bad. Not too bad. Next up, we got one of my favorites. Shoosh! Shoosh, please. <laughs> Chad Gable, he comes out. He's doing his thing. I absolutely love it. Thumbs up. Uh, they would like to ruin the return of Braun Strowman tonight. So for some fucking reason, they're going after Braun Strowman. Well, whatever. Gable is chirping the fuck out of Seattle, dude. Oh my god, he was getting them real good, and he draws massive heat. They're booing him. Boo! They're freaking out, dude. It was awesome. It was so fucking funny. Thumbs up. This summons the monster Braun Strowman. Retro. He comes down. Uh, he power bombs Gable. Like an absolute feather, just whoop, wow, down, up, down. Then he gets up the 350-pound Otis for one, uh, for one as well. Uh, yep, I, I, once like he got him down there for the power bomb. Most of the time, like it's a tease that they're gonna do it and they never do. But then see a guy like Braun Strowman, he's massive, he's very, very strong, and I was like, oh yeah, totally, he's gonna get up, get him up for the power bomb, and he does just that. Crowd loves it, and so do I. Thumbs up. Now we got Drew McIntyre. He's being interviewed backstage. And, dude, he is scary pissed. He is scary Terry pissed at Solo Sokoa. You know, that, like, quiet murderer kind of pissed. Like, it's just something's off, man. Something's not right with Drew. He he very mad. So he's going to have a match versus Solo Sokoa right meow. Solo Sokoa coming out with the Bloodline, the Usos, and Sammy are interfering a whole bunch all throughout this match, getting very, very involved. Street Profits come out to uh, try and even the odds. All hell breaks loose and everything goes black and white for a second. And it's, it's, it's Karrion Cross. Oh no, wet fart. <laughs> Don't care about Karrion Cross, but uh, nah, he's all right. He's all right. He chokes out Drew McIntyre and the show ends. So yeah, that's it. I thought something was wrong with my TV there for a second when it just went all black and white. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I was like, no, I, I really do not want to spend money on a new TV right now. I just dropped like... Over $3,000 on car repairs, so don't, I, I don't need that right now, okay? 
Anyway, uh, it was an okay show this week. Opening match between Imperium and the Brutes was fucking awesome, man. Loving that rivalry right now. I just, I want more. Just inject that right into my veins. I wanted to get, I want, I just want it all. I want, I want, yeah, I'm into it. I am interested to see what's going to happen with the bloodline going forward. Everything else on the show was kind of eh, kind of just was there. Uh, yeah, 6 out of 10 for the show this week. An okay SmackDown. Let's get into the final show this week. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're still here, thank you for listening. You guys are troopers. Uh, much lighter show this week than the last one, eh? I think the last one was like over two hours last week's uh, full review. So we're, we're doing very well this week. All right, let's kick into Rampage. AEW tournament match to uh, world title tournament match, whatever the fuck, the tournament they... You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Okay, so these guys have had numerous matches before, very solid matches. Sammy Guevara, you know, I like him. He's very, very impressive in the ring. He's very athletic and all that. I just find he's a little bit reckless at time. And speaking of reckless, I mean, Darby Allen is extremely reckless, but only to himself by the looks of it. Sammy sometimes get other people hurt, but uh, yeah, anyway. Sammy counters Darby's dive into a cutter on the outside. That was beautifully done. Nice, nice job there, Sammy. Thumbs up for that. Anna Jay comes running down. She's causing a distraction. Sammy nails a low blow and slams Darby on the skateboard. That is wheels side up, my friends. Owie. That would hurt like a motherfucker. I lightly bonked my head with my skateboard once and I damn near gave myself a conky. It was ridiculous. And I barely touched my head. Sammy hits the knee for the W. Oh my my. Sammy will move on and he's going to be fighting John Moxley in the next round. Good luck with that, Sammy. I imagine there's going to be some shenanigans with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, I have some suspicions that it's possible that Moxley won't win because he did say that he was supposed to be on vacation. So there's a possibility that Sammy maybe moves on because they're teasing the possibility that Sammy could get to the finals and face off against Chris Jericho where there would probably be some more shenanigans. But um, yeah, it was a good match though overall. It was short but sweet. I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. Next up, you got the Ring of Honor TV champion, my boy fucking Samoa Joe is here, baby. I fucking love Samoa Joe. Uh, he says he wants to give us more violence. I'm, I'm all in for that. I absolutely, I'd love to hear that. And then he's interrupted by Smart Mark, Tony Nese, and Josh Wood. Uh, what the fuck, boys? What the fuck? Every time, I just want to hear Samoa Joe, man. And, and watch him pour sweat over just getting hot into a, into a good promo. It just gets all sweaty. Anyway, Mark says Wood deserves a title shot. And Joe agrees. He's like, let's let's get it home right now, King. He says, come on in. We'll have this match right here, right now. And Smart Mark says, no. No. And they leave. They get the fuck out of here. I was like, ugh. But, like, honestly, there was no way that Joe was getting into a match. He was wearing jeans, y'all. He was wearing jeans. I know he w he wanted it, but deep down, he knew he wasn't going to be able to get into a match in those jeans. What are you thinking, Joe? Can't wait to see Samoa Joe, seriously, back in the ring, man. Like, uh, it's been a while. He's kind of been fighting injuries, uh, filming a movie, and, yeah, he hasn't been on TV very much over the last quite a bit. I almost feel like it's been two years now. He's been uh, a little bit off air not not too much we i've been seeing i want more that's what i'm trying to say here that's what i'm trying to say okay next up madison rain versus serena deeb kind of forgot that serena deeb existed for a hot second there i was like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, deeb locks in her submission for the victory yeah this match was uh it was there uh that's that's for sure it was definitely uh, in existence it uh, it was there to kill a little bit of time rain sucks Jade and the baddies talking shit backstage. She's looking for her next opponent. No idea who's left for her to fight. Maybe Britt Baker. I don't think they've gotten into it. That'd be pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know who's going to come down and kick her ass, man. Uh, honestly, I think it's probably going to be Athena. Fight, fight her again. I don't I don't think that should be a one and done. I'm, I, I'm down to see some more of that. Uh, it's time for the main event. I don't know what the fuck was that. What voice was that? That was the f that was not anywhere near Mark Henry. I don't know what the hell that was. I'm trying to you, like the 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 guy that does the the Toy Story. You got a friend in me. What the fuck was that? Okay, I'll try and never do that again. I apologize, everybody. Main event time: Dax Harwood versus Claudio Castagnoli. This is for the Ring of Honor World Championship. So that's really nice to see uh, a tag team specialist and Dax Harwood getting a world title shot here. I'm into that. That's really cool. Claudio locks in the sharpshooter. Sharp. Sh 
sharpshooter for the W. He retains his Ring of Honor title. Now, I know there, that was like kind of all there is to say uh, highlight-wise to this match. It wasn't a very flashy match, but uh, dude, this was one hell of a fight. Lots and lots of stiff shots between the two, just trading brutal chops. Their chests were both fucking beat red after the fight. It was It was really good, man. A solid fight. Overall, not very flashy. You know, Dax isn't known for the flash, but um, it was it was still a really solid fight. Seven out of ten. This was a very solid power hour of wrestling this week. You know, last week we got a, it was a more of a go, it was a go home show, so we got a little bit more storyline on Rampage than normal. This week we went back to the more uh, fast paced, frenetic, uh, quick promos with with, with with hot wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Curious to see though who's gonna be up against Jade Cargill next. Like I said, maybe it's gonna be Britt Baker. That would be cool to see her come down and, and take her out. That be or maybe even Jade gets the victory over her. That would be huge for Jade. Uh, but honestly, I, I'm still down to see Athena go after it a little bit more uh, I think Athena should get this in a long run storyline she should end up with the title and then Jade can move on to bigger and better things because I think we're getting a little bit to the end here she's 37 and 0 no one can beat her in this division I think she needs to move up uh, but very excited to see my man Samoa Joe back in the ring next week on Rampage. He's supposed to be defending his title, so I'm excited to see him in the ring. You'll definitely, I'll definitely be reviewing that that match. Definitely, definitely uh, giving the Rampage this week a six and a half out of ten. It was a solid show overall. And let's get into everybody's favorite segment of the week. It's the three stars of the week. It was a big week this week, y'all. Fucking, not only did we have three, uh, well, what, five regular shows on top of that, we had three big pay-per-views. So I'm including all of that into this week's three stars. So I'm going to have quite a few shout-outs here because uh, a lot of people, a lot of good matches this week, a lot of great matches, in fact. And uh, I, 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 had, I couldn't do it justice without giving at least a few shout-outs. So I, in fact, have five shout-outs. Um, so let's just get into them. Uh, the Fatal 4-Way Tag Match at Worlds Collide, uh, the UK Tag Team titles unifying with the NXT titles was an excellent match. Daniel Bryanson versus Adam Page on Dynamite this week was very good. Garcia versus Yuta on Dynamite was also very good. And new champion there, Daniel Garcia. Congratulations, I really like him. Imperium versus the Brawling Brutes on SmackDown was uh, was really good. It's one of my it's my kind of match, so I really enjoyed that one. And then I'm gonna give an extra shout out to the returns of Braun Strowman and MJF because that's fucking legit. Two of my you know, Braun Strowman fell off a little bit, but I really liked him, especially when he's beating the shit out of Roman Reigns every week. And MGF is one of my favorites in the business right now, and I'm very happy to see him back doing his thing again. All right, let's get into the real, the main three stars of this week. Uh, it was a very difficult week, like I said, lots of great matches this week. How many times are you gonna say this week? This week, okay. Third star, McIntyre versus Roman Reigns at Clash at the Castle, and a big shout out to the UK crowd that made the match so much better. It made the pay per view very, very enjoyable overall. That crowd was electric. They were so freaking good, and the match really paid off, man. I barely even noticed that it was like 30 minutes long. It was a long match, but. That crowd made it just fly by. It was a very, very enjoyable match. McIntyre and Roman work in the crowds like absolutely professionals, and uh, I imagine they were absolutely loving that electric crowd to work with. It was a very good match. Second star this week is Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson at All Out. Excellent match from the veterans. Uh, wow, they, they really went all out on this match. Chris Jericho getting the win was a pleasant surprise. I, I just love Chris Jericho. Uh, they put on a hell of a match. It was awesome to see Lionheart Chris Jericho come out. Uh, hopefully, we get to see more of that. The Lionheart Chris Jericho is one of my favorites. I actually just recently watched one of the old WCW pay-per-views. I think it's War Games I'm watching. And Chris Jericho's there. Old school Chris Jericho Lionheart with the fucking weird hairdo and the awful greasy chin strap that he was rocking. And oh my god, I just had a big old smile watching uh, 20 year ago, like just ancient long time ago, Chris Jericho doing his thing. And like, wow, he was so good back then. Even excellent match. And the first star of this week, uh, if, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, it might be a little obvious because this was the highest scoring match that I gave of the whole week. And my first star of the week goes to Davenport versus Satamura versus Mandy Rose to unify the UK and NXT women's championship. I thought it was an excellent match. 
yes, I was high on mushrooms, but I still stand by that it was a really good match. It wasn't just the mushrooms talking. Maybe it was. You tell me if I'm wrong. You can tell me if I'm wrong all you want. I, I don't think anybody would have the same three stars as I do this week because there were so many great matches, and a lot of it's just preference and, and the way that it's, it's not bi it's not Bible. I'm not telling you that you have to tattoo this on your forehead and tell everybody that these are the three stars every week, goddammit. That's not what I'm telling you, but you can do that. That's totally fine. I'm not going to stop you. You're, you're an adult or, or whatever the fuck. I don't care. I'm not your parent. You can do it. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Um, but yeah, that's my three stars of the week. I really enjoyed this week in wrestling. Wow, I'm crushing. I crushed this week. I'm just just cracking over an hour. I'm really impressed with myself right now. I must have cr cut out a lot of rambling this week, or maybe I missed a whole fucking show. Something might be wrong. If there is, just let me know. And you want to know the best way to let me know? Go follow me on Twitter. You can follow this podcast on Twitter. The link will be down in the description of this podcast. Follow the link. Take you right to my Twitter page. You can hit that follow button. And then you can stick around. You can get some inside information on the podcast. If, you know, dates might be changing, some podcasts, get, podcasts can get moved. Uh, extra ones could be coming in, and I'll let you guys know as soon as I know because I'm in charge. I'm running the show, so I'll let you know as soon as I fucking know what I'm doing. Because for the most part, we're just winging it here at at the at the GX Podcast Studios with uh, my 4,000 employees that I'm managing right now. Uh, it's been really crazy, you know. Fucking Tim, he's been asking for vacation, and Donald's been on my ass about the paperwork. It's been absolutely fucking crazy here at the productions, uh, but we're still producing three podcasts a week so it's fantastic uh gave you guys four this week so i hope you really enjoyed it i hope you're having yourselves a fantastic weekend i had myself an up and down weekend today was much better than the other day yesterday fucking sucked today fucking ruled so yeah you know th that kind of weekend so Hope you guys are having an all-around great weekend. You had yourself a great week. Hope this podcast is helping you get through those hump days, get through those rougher days, or just making a good day even better. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you like, follow, do everything. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dog, tell your cat, tell your best friend's cats, tell your, uh, tell, go to, go to a mall and just scream out uh, my links and do everything that you can to let's grow this thing. You guys are in control of, of growing it. If you want it to grow, it's on you. So I'm putting out the content. I'm doing my part. I'm, I'm telling everybody to come listen to it. I'm going on Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm telling people what I'm doing and people respond. They think, okay, anyway. Uh, oh, and we hit, uh, we have a amount of followers. That is awesome. Thank you guys for, you know, we've been influxing up and down <laughs> between, I know it's not that much, but five, four to six followers. And now we're at six. So that's awesome. Thank you guys for following. If you're listening to this consistently and you're not following yet, why not follow? I'd really appreciate that. Help out the little guy. You know, I'm, I'm your little, I'm um, the little, I don't know, muffin shop on the corner right next to the massive of muffin factory that sells super uh, okay muffins but at a very good price and here I am selling a shitty muffin for for free but you know it's free and it's just me over here so come on you know let's yeah anyway thanks for listening I hope you guys enjoyed it and I enjoy you and thanks so much for listening and we'll see you again real soon